Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puro S A F C. It's Shadok. Clayton's here. Clayton, welcome to the Shad Pad. Thanks for having me, dude. Welcome back. There's gonna be a showdown, Matthew. There's gonna be a showdown. That was some good. That was a good song. I never heard that. Yes, you have. I guarantee you, you have. And let me tell you where you have. Do you remember oh. the? Do you remember the movie Kingpin with yeah. Woody Harrelson yeah. and Bill Murray? Yeah. Do you remember the big? showdown bowling match they have at the end where big urn has that bowling ball with the rose in it and, and you know uh, subliminally i have heard that because i was gonna guess big lebowski and so my brain was telling me bowling movie and it was the wrong bowling movie it is it's kingpin and uh that was the smooth vocal stylings of jeff lynn and elo super underrated band in my opinion and uh i'm gonna guess when people are like sitting at bars and someone tries to challenge somebody or goes, hey, who are all the guys in Traveling Wilburys? Jeff Lynn is probably the one that people um, that people leave out of the Traveling Wilburys. Do you remember the band, the Traveling Wilburys? Yeah, just, I'm just going to smile and nod, It man. was like the super band. You know, it had Tom Petty and Roy Orbison and George Harrison and Ringo Starr and Bob Dylan and Jeff Lynn. Yes, I knew all of that, Clayton. Well, it's all right. Oh, yeah? That song. That's the Traveling Wilburys. Is that a Vacation? That's Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham. Yes, I not, know that. Not well, Fleetwood Mac. All right. That's from a movie, too. Oh, Groundhog sure. Day. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. That, the one with the groundhog. No. Well, that's Shack. That's Kenny Loggins. That's Kenny yes. Loggins, all right? Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, yes, that's exactly who that is. The Kenny Loggins. Uh, one of my students this year, I've been telling him all year he looks like Marty McFly. Guess what he rocked for Halloween? The vest, like the Marty McFly vest. Marty McFly, full go. That's a pretty good one, like, any probably just high school white kid could pull off, you know? And, like, you're not, you're not making fun of anybody, you're not, like, gonna get canceled, you know? Yeah. And it's... And it's a throwback, you know, like... As long as you don't watch the movie and think about it too much. I think Back to the Future probably holds up. I haven't watched it in a long time, oh. but I bet it probably holds up. You know, I watched about five minutes, and I thought some things, and then I talked to some people, and they're like, yeah, don't rewatch it. Oh, really? He makes out with his mom. Well, but that doesn't have anything with holding, holding up. up. Well, you know, <laughs> but she was hot at the time, dude. Imagine, now you're a grown-up. Look at you and your wife. And y'all making out, one of y'all making out with one of your kids. Well, I was an adult when she was <laughs> less than, like, so... What's the age difference? Seven. Yeah, no, not, not that adult. many. Not that many. Six. You were 23 well, when at, she at was at some 16. point, you can have... And it could be weird when you think about it. But anyway, but anyway, I... I what's his name? Uh, Crispin Glover, the yeah. guy that played... He, his weirdness holds up. Like, yes. Like, you, like his, his unique weirdness, like, she is my density, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, All the sci-fi shit's hilarious. He's, he's a, that's a bizarre, that's one of the more bizarre act, like, role actors of our generation. Yeah. I tried to get Brady to watch that movie so many times. He has no interest. The man. And, like, there's a, uh, I think we've played Huey Lewis yeah. as some of our introductory music. Yeah. There's a, uh. There's a Huey Lewis cameo at the when he yeah, there is. When he's, he's trying the out, at the yeah time. when he's okay. trying out and he's like uh, you're just too loud son and like and the po- power of love was was the Huey, was the was the Huey Lewis song yeah opening song yeah that was my Huey Lewis stage Clayton 
Was, oh, yeah. Those were the salad days for me as a 10-year-old. No, I mean, we talked about I had my days of listening to sports on my Walkman <laughs> as I was uh, as I was trying to go to sleep. Sports. Rocking in my bamboo, rock, my, my wicker rocking chair. Well, we're here at the Shad Pad in the backyard. Angie's guarding us. I think I'm still hungover, Clayton. It's Wednesday night, and my head still doesn't feel right. We got after it. Like, we got after it the way that SAFC got after it. Sunday night, post-game tailgate. Yes, that was not a mistake. Post-game tailgate. That's a rarity for us. It's happened before, but it's always a good sign. When with it girls. A- <laughs> with girls, even. Plural? Not nah, girl. With, with girl. With girl. Shout out to girl. Friend of the pod? Le- pod mm, listener? I don't know. Not that okay. I know of. Right. I'll send this one. Maybe. Casey, we'll see if you're a listener and I'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. See if friend of the pod status is a lot, though. Okay. Lit, like Tailgate supporter. Yeah. Uh, tailgate attendee. Are we going to put together the friend of the pod shirts next? Or, or is this not talk about? That's in the you category. Okay. You know, I feel like sometimes I do a lot of the lifting around yes. here. No, that's... I think that's a perfect box for you to check. I would love to just like ha- be able to like carry around four or five friends of the pod shirts and just like, hey, I know you, your friend. Like, <laughs> so like, I feel like I have status. Like, yeah. like I'm Rodney Danger. Oh, yeah. Like I'm Rodney Dangerfield in uh, in in Caddyshack. Like handing out tips. Like, hey, hey, here you go. Here you go. Here's some for you. Get some for you. Uh, here's a some box of naked lady tees for you. <laughs> I've, I've been on a status kick lately, talking and thinking a lot about status and being somebody. And maybe that's why I like doing this pod. Like, before we did this pod, we were just two guys at the game, and now like at least two people there know me. And I feel like if I give I'm somebody, a... I feel like if I give somebody a friend of the pod shirt, it's gonna get worn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have to probably well, choose. I don't know about this. The way you're describing it so willy-nilly, <laughs> if by what that you mean is you get them, you know who they're going to. And when you see them, you go, here you go, buddy. Here you yeah. Because you don't just go giving it to Tom, Dick, and Harry at the no. tailgate party. Yeah. Don't be doing that. Not no, like, no, no, no. Not like the way you give away your tickets, all right? All right. These are for the legit friend of the pods. Okay. All right. We digress. Sunday. Sunday. We did Sunday fun day. And, like, if it goes into Monday... Does that still count as Sunday Fun Day? Yes, because we we did it upright. All right. Yep. So for those of you that don't always tune in, there was a pretty big game this weekend: Western Conference Finals, SAFC versus the Springs, the Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Ooh. It was seven thirty Sunday night. Matthew, how did we come rolling in? Hot. Yeah. Hot and a black forerunner. I was drunk on pumpkin pie ice cream and rum chata. And beer, and I was ready to make my presence felt. I was coming in hot on Mateo's tequila drinks. Yeah. And I'll just say that at the end of the night, at 4 a.m., not 4 a.m., 1 a.m., the bottle was empty. So, yeah, we had a, uh, not friend of the pod, but a friend, had a big Sunday party, a lot of fun. I was drunk on alcohol, but I was drunk on friendship as well. (laughs) And what did I talk about last week about... I wanted to get there early to talk with my peeps about lineups, about what was going on, like about how was how's it going to be getting in, like what do you think the crowd's going to be like, what do you think the keys to the game are, and I got a little bit of all of that. It was did, great. Did it deliver? Oh, it totally was. What's the tailgate? I, what you wanted? So I I agree. Well, I can't agree with you because I wasn't there the week before, but I asked you either after the game or before the game, is this better or worse than the atmosphere for last week? And you said worse, but prime, you, weather-wise. And it was a little warm and sticky. 
It was and a little warm and sticky. Also, the week before had the hour time change, so it was still light. We rolled in hot at 6, and it was dark. Yeah. But the tailgate delivered. This week's tailgate, better. And This week's tailgate was better. Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. Okay. You know why? We rolled in hot with no pretensions and a cooler with beers. And it's one thing when people come to your tailgate. It's another thing when everyone brings shit to the party. Yeah, man. People were like... Anxious to, to get around. They to, were participating. To, to be part of it. You know, they, exactly. were not, they weren't just showing up to say hi because they're being nice. We had at least three 12-packs walk in the door. I think people were excited to be around other people that are excited about this game. Original listener, Kathy, rolling in deep with cookies. Yes. It's not all about the beer. Yes. Them chocolate chip cookies. And I did not let Henry take that last cookie home. Oliver came with... Mystery beverages for a loco. Yeah, mystery beverages that like are only available in the greater Tennessee area. Oh, I was gonna say the border, like the no, valley. No, like no, it's like Tennessee. You came in with some like crazy Mountain Dew concoction that has stuff in it, and I like stayed the hell away was, from that. Was sharing with me, which was went perfect. It got me right in the ready to to do this game thing, and that we did. One one negative. Um, Space reduced for people wanting to tailgate with the construction going on under the bridge. I don't know if SAFC can could do anything about that or whether that's like a we have to take care of this bridge. Like this is a Biden infrastructure bill issue. It's got to be. You know, it was smaller previous weeks, so it grew. Let's hope it doesn't disappear. But also at the same time, crowding everybody together kind of makes it feel a little bit more. uh, Woo! What made it great was where we. Where that car pulled out of for us to park, right by friends of the pot, no friends of ours, Levi and Doug, the Tuesday night six v six hosts, yep. who we've had on the podcast, good friends of Soccer World, and so there was a tailgate right next to us. We had a lot of open space, enough open space that sponsor and friend of the pod Willie Trevino could bring the world's biggest truck <laughs> to dominate the parking lot and establish dominance like yeah. Willie does. Yeah, he came in hot. Rolling diesel deep. Yep. And that was kind of a theme of the night. And, like, backed in like a boss, like, into his spot. And, like, boom. All of a sudden, there it is. Insta-party. <laughs> like, SAFC, Insta-party. And new, uh, hadn't been in probably, uh, we, we looked at since 2017 or 18, uh, the next in line of Trevino Tile heirs, Wayland Trevino. Oh, four generations. Yes. Four. I was informed by by both of them that he would not be the fourth generation. Yeah. But there's a challenge. Whatever. We, yeah. Whatever. He's we, 13. We, we use hyperbole sometimes. He's 13. Yeah. <laughs> we use hyperbole <laughs> The sometimes. fourth generation of Trevino Tile. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Every, it had a little bit of everything. It was, it was great. It was great to see people. Oh. I got exactly what I was looking for. New listener, uh, friend of my work friend, Mr. Ty, I think it's Eric. I gave him a card. It was what his maybe second or third game. He went to the game. He listened to the pod on Monday. Uh, along those same lines, guy who's been sitting in front of me for about half the season, I gave him a card a while back. Went out of his way to lean back to me before the game started. It's like, I've started listening to you guys, and I love it. I, I didn't pick up his name, but I, but I will. And if and you know who you are, and I'm sorry that I don't know your name. Row 6. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Row 6. Yeah, purple. You were wearing the purple jersey. We gave each other a giant hug after goal number two. And, <laughs> and, and I will always remember that. 
Yeah, the guy down to my left, same exact thing. Except he didn't tell us, tell me he loved the pod. But he's at every game, and he's a he might be a crocketeer, and he listens. We also get a hug. It was a hug and night, Clayton. Right. All right, enough patting ourselves on the back. There, was soccer, there was soccer to be played. You ready for my two-word summary, or you want to hear the game summary? Are you, you going to do You've been doing that lately. I don't have the – well, Woo, here I, we go. I, I got it. I okay. got it. You go ahead. SAFC 2, Colorado Springs 0. 23rd minute, Connor Maloney with the turn and finish. 100th minute. 100th minute. Yeah, extra time is all I had. That's why you're better at this than me. Patino with the nutmeg fast break finish. In two words, says me, party time. You know, I don't, I don't know if I could describe it any better. I don't think that I have a better, like, um, a better assessment of the game. Uh, like, I wasn't. There weren't like real nervy moments throughout the game, right? Um, they, they were never. And I, I don't know if we're doing that. Like, we didn't talk about how we want to go about assessing the game or talking about I the like game. I like the overall picture, but Clayton. Th- they, were never, they were never dangerous, really. There was never any. I mean, how many saves did Farr have to make? Two, three at most? On the highlights of the Oakland game, we pointed out four great Jordan Farr saves. Highlights of this game, a couple of near misses that didn't go on frame from them. Not even near misses. No Jordan Farr saves. That were memorable or worth highlighting. Yeah. Um, anything about the starting lineup that you want to highlight or anyth- anything? Can I, can I go into why I think maybe they might have been less dangerous? Go ahead, yeah. One specific. Galena, is that how we're saying it? Yep. He got a yellow card in the 10th minute. High boot on Mitchell Tainer. I have, I, have I have a note right here. It's like my third or fourth note. Master of the dark arts. Pra- pra- practicing them early. We highlighted this guy. They're number 10. Galena, I don't know if we're pronouncing it correctly, as their danger player, the guy that if he gets hot could carry them to a title and could make things difficult. Yeah. And Tainer, Tainer, and Tainer, I'm gonna, and I'm not going to just say just Tainer, Tainer and Gomez together, uh, Shannon Gomez boxed him in and kept him under control from the very beginning and kind of neutered him from the very beginning by get, by drawing a yellow card where a high boot, which was right in front of me, it was a high boot. It did not make contact with Tainer's face. Is that a yellow for you? It is a yellow card. Just for intent, stupidity. It, it's it's t- too reckless to not be carded. T- too reckless to not be carded. A guy last night and Tuesday night in the coed game did the same thing to me, and he got a foul call, and he was all mad. He's like, but I didn't kick him in the face. And the ref is like... Yeah, but you almost did. You can go slide and go cleats up and not get the guy, and they'll still they'll still card you. A yellow, not a red? Yes. Because if he'd made contact, bye-bye red, right? I mean... Mitch sold it as though he'd made contact. He went down like he had been shot in the face and, like, you know, and had been pierced on both sides of his cheek, and, and he was he was done. Like, he, and, like, I could almost see him open up his eye, like, between, and, <laughs> like, give, yeah, give a little, ha-ha, gotcha, round he, one, round one goes to me. Did he wink at the crowd? Well, I mean, after, when he got up, he started, he started jabbing with him right away, like, and I, I couldn't see what he was saying, but, like, all right, I gotcha, you know, like. Do you think he made contact with his chest? I wasn't where you were. He did, he makes contact oh, it with hit him, him up there. Upper, upper body, Oh, yes. that's an easy yellow, that's yeah, gotta like, be. And I don't know if it was with his cleats or with his leg or what, but it was he. He did not get him on the face with his with his cleats. But 
all of a sudden, what that was in the maybe the within the tenth first minute, minute, fifteen minute, ten to fifteen minute, minutes, according to the internet. And like their danger guy is on his back heel. They also had the the guy slam into the table right there in front of me as well, which which put us on a little, little bit of a break. Like okay, so the, the tone was set early that that. There was some intensity to it, and we were going to be the ones bringing the intensity. Man, they were pretty chippy and saucy and annoying. Colorado Springs. I found them to be even, like, we used to be, like, too emotional. Yeah, but Maybe I mean, the moment was too big for them. I, I, we know their coach is kind of a fiery guy, right? Like, yeah. We, their we coach got carded in the first five or ten minutes, didn't he? Remember? Their, their coach was the first one to get a card, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. He was the very first one to get a card on some shit that happened down in front of, in front of their bench like that was nothing. I feel and, like maybe they and that wanted, maybe that maybe set the tone. I think they maybe wanted that and they went too far. That's what I'm saying. He's a, he, I think he's a fire. Like, remember when we went to the game yeah. and they, we read the Man. article the next day and, like, all his quotes were like, we dominated this game start to finish <laughs> and, you know, like – they they were lu- they're lucky to get out of here you know that kind of stuff like bulletin board type shit. Well, that was and, true. Yeah, and, and yeah, he wasn't Speaking, wrong. Speaking, did you see the bulletin board picture? No. There's going to be more Twitter beef coming up later, but Tainer and the team and some others posted them in the locker room reading a piece of paper, and that piece of paper is Colorado Springs' quotes from June when they played us and said they're not that good of a team. They're not that good at soccer. They just get results. Okay, I didn't see that. I like yeah, this. I like they're this saying stuff like, in. "Oh, you know, they don't, they can't complete a pass." Good, f them. Right there, we go. And the the Twitter post has the paper, and the quotes are highlighted, well, and then it's like Tanner and someone else pointing at it and laughing. Well, let's be honest, and let's be honest. If for them to come in to our place and have a chance. They almost have to do that. That's don't what I'm saying. You, you, think, think, you think that was their I, idea? I definitely do. I bet they did a little too much. Yeah, there they we lost go. the plot a bit. There we go. Because they didn't really threaten. Right. Good. There's your big picture. Okay. They're, yeah. So that they, they were trying to get under our skin. I think. For sure. For sure. For sure. And like, you know, it was an ugly game. And like, and that, and setting the tone like that, that's kind of what you have to do with regards. I'll go stats thing. It was basically identical to the game before. I looked it up again. Completely identical. Like it was fifty-one percent completion rate, and we only had like hundred and ninety passes. I so found, that so that number, like hundred and ninety-one passes. So do the math. That comes out to like eighty-five or ninety-one or something like that. Yep. Or ninety-three. My Google said one eighty and fifty percent, which is exactly ninety passes, exactly the number. So now we've tied the record for lowest passes in a game. And I feel like I was I was like trying to kind of explain this to people, like to like almost like apolo- apologetically like so it's not what you think it's beautiful but like you know and then i get into my whole like so you know where the ball is lost in the middle of the field we'll screw the middle <laughs> of the field like let's let them make the mistakes and let's capitalize on their mistakes and then i, th- I think people kind of like oh yeah i see that man you know and, and maybe not a lot maybe not a lot of people maybe not a lot of people um give a shit enough about like the aesthetic beauty of playing a certain way yeah they just want the fucking results yeah you know what i'm saying yeah they do <laughs> like it's like, that's everyone we're, like we're, we're all like the parents on the sideline that are paying the coach you know and like i don't care if josie altador doesn't use his left foot i want him to push it by the guy so we can go on to state on to state yeah. you know what i'm saying i feel like we're kind of like that and i don't have any problems being that way if it's the team i'm rooting for 100 percent. okay totally agree no Go. one cares yeah. you me 
Joel Bixler and Dave Stolarski observe these things. Right. And whoever writes the articles at USL and everyone else says we set the points record. I, I literally had the same conversation. Was it in the parking lot? I was doing the whole Brentford story about analytics and Bobby Billy Bean and why we don't pass the ball. Yeah. And we could be totally wrong about this, by the way. No one's ever told us that this is what they're trying to do. You know, like... The, <laughs> like our, our inside source has. Okay, all right. But, um, <laughs> but like, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm only going to, like, that I'm just kind of a dog chasing its tail by trying... And, and it's just me maybe trying to rationalize it. I think that at this point, I don't give a shit. And, like, and I'm totally fine. And I don't care how ugly it is. I'm fine with Yasser Kamiri bodying up on somebody and... Heading it 20 yards straight up in the air. A couple reach arounds. And then, <laughs> had a great reach around on Galena. And everyone around me laughed because we had talked about it pregame. And he pulled it right out of his bag. Textbook what, reach around. Great. I don't know if we changed what we do at all, but we talked about it last week in regards to how how we, we need to have Galena marshaled, right? Like yeah. how they want to – they'll play him out wide. Sometimes they'll move him centrally. But generally he's going to – Run diagonally towards the. Um, he's going to run diagonally towards the goal, and they're going to try to find him getting loose in between things. And it looked like we had a plan in place. Like you got to know where he is, and ball and man. Gomez, like Gomez and Tainer, were basically fronting him and behind him in the full the whole first half, right in front of me. No and space it was like, out wide. Exactly, and they were total like where Gomez. When the ball was on the other side of the field, Gomez was pinched all the way over. Like, yeah. I'm going to stay in front of Galena. Yeah. And Tainer was like, I'm going to stay behind him. Yeah. The only time I can remember him getting free was on the reach around. And it's because he's, Galena switched sides. And Kamiri tracked him all the way over. Slide tackle, reach around, out of bounds. I know you remember this play. Yeah, I totally do. I don't know why Galena's on the left side, but clearly he got sick of getting boxed in. Yep. They he, moved him over about midway through the first half. It's the only time I can remember him getting in any amount of space. Yep, we we did an we we talked about it. Said this is the danger man. This is the guy that if he gets hot, he can take them. He can destroy us. He can and, destroy anyone. And we and we 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 obviously knew that. And they did a brilliant job of shutting him down. Knowing one thing and and stopping one are two different things too, right? Yep. You know, you, everyone knew what Michael Jordan was going to do. Good luck. Right. And we always, not always, but we like to sometimes bring in analogies of other sports. I, I've seen, and I've constantly heard this mentioned in all the brilliant Patriots years, Bill Belichick was going to pick one thing that you do really well, and he was going to take that thing away from you. Hmm. And, like, every every game, that's what he did. Like, some teams did a lot of that, and, like, you know, but I'm going to do one, I'm going to take one thing that you do well, and I'm going to take it away from you, and I'm just not going to let you do it. And then you're going to have to adjust. Plan B, and, and that's what we and that's what we did here. And it was, and that's what made them. We just neutered them basically. They, yeah, they they had nothing. And that's the only reason I would say the atmosphere. I feel like the atmosphere flowed from that in that we got the goal that we're about to talk about, and they didn't really threaten. And so it's just kind of like stalemate in a way. Like, yeah, we're fine with this, and if that's all you've got. Yeah. We're good with this, and eventually, maybe you know, maybe we'll score, but y'all ain't going to score. I mean, they didn't even punch us in the face once. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Like, they didn't yeah. even punch us. They didn't even punch us in the mouth. Yeah, I agree. So. Do we want to talk lineup? I, 
you know, we need, I'll, I'll say just real briefly. Manly in, Maloney in the center midfield, just like we finished the last game. And one flip, one D- difference. Dylan, Dylan for Pirano. Yeah, Pirano out, Dylan in. Surprising, but then Pirano comes in in the 66th minute. I, I think it goes along with um, what we talked about them more likely to make mistakes in the back and them more likely to turn it over in the back and be pressured. And so who's going to be better at that, Dylan yeah. or Pirano? D- uh, Dylan's going to be better pressuring at Pressuring and also, like, it's not a transition moment. It's like a high-press moment. Were, were we playing three, or was Dylan like a, was Dylan like a withdrawn? Like a, I observed us playing three. Okay. What did you think? Uh, I thought he was more withdrawn, but Mick thought, Mick thought it was three up front. I saw him get back a few times. It was like in... If they possessed for long enough, Dylan would back up. Well, I think it was. I think it was. Hey, Justin, you're in. Work your ass off. Like I think that but he was. Up, like Mick said, and I said, he's up high pressing. But if they beat the press and they slowed it down and possessed, he like tucked in. Then he's gonna come back and then and then did, try to link up if if he can win it somewhere well, in between. I saw him win a ball between the center circle and the penalty box, dead center. And it was just because eventually he worked his way back and the ball went there and he's there. So if it if he could, he'd get back, but he wasn't going to gas it, use all his energy sprinting back home. I didn't see that. Okay. Um, going back to our three passes point, where this is going to transition into goal talk. Did we string together more than three passes at any point during the game? I think the goal was two. Right, and there was a ricochet off of somebody and... Which the, uh, led to... The second goal was one pass. Which led to Connor Maloney's first professional goal. Don't, don't scare the... I'm mess. sorry. Every time you lean in in my car, I, I jump back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, Clyde. I remember Clayton leaning forward to say that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, first professional goal. Did, would you have thought that? No, boggles the mind. I know. I, like, I mean, I, he was... He was a professional before he was with us, right? When he was MLS Columbus, regular for like, a couple of years. Yeah, Columbus Crew. You would think he would like have gotten like a a second team goal or a. You remember or, what uh, friend of the pod Hayden Partain told us at Tuesday Night Soccer? Like it blew our mind. Connor Maloney's college position forward, forward. striker. And as soon as he scored it, that's all I could say for the next ten drunk minutes. So he's a forward. So. The ball kind of shoots over to him. He's got two guys on him. He does a good job. I thought the ball was stuck under his feet. Yeah. He brings the ball back to give himself room to get the shot off. Or am I, I giving him too much credit? Okay, all right. I, I want to give Connor all the credit here yes. for his first goal. Nifty. But he does he he doesn't just blindly shoot. He does put it yes. directionally over to the side where the keeper is not. Six and, inches inside the post, yes, Clayton. It's a good, it's not directional. It's, it's a, he tucked it in the corner. It's a good shot. Yeah. Whether he created the space to get it off or whether it's just instinctual and like, I'm never going to get this close to the goal ever again, I might as well shoot it. No, not at all. Watching the replay, great pass from Patino. And Colorado Springs messed up. They did. There's a dude near post who gambles, goes for the ball, and he's in that space that you and I both hate. Not on the man, not on the ball, and he dives mid-ball in, the, in what's it called? The no Man's Land. Yeah. He's in No Man's Land, and instead of trying to go to Maloney, he tries to cut the pass out, as they say in England, and he whiffs. He just reaches, and he doesn't reach it. Yeah. And that gives Maloney the, the time space, the to time take space. a touch. Yep. Think. 
quickly and tuck it right in the corner. Yep. Great finish. Yep. One Great more pass. One more personnel. I want to give a round of applause to Jordy Delem. Uh, Jordy Delem, once again, not a game where you go, man, I, I don't remember him doing anything specific at all, but here's a guy that probably came to our team thinking that he was going to be a big part of this team and this was going to be his his jump back into MLS relevance or into a, a chance to really – And Is he, he on loan? I don't remember. Okay. I think he is. Seattle think, Sounder? Yes, he's Seattle you Sounder. You don't go to a lower division to sit on the bench, right? Exactly. And he did that most of the year. Yes, he like he's had Good his point. he's had his moments where he's been thrust in and he hasn't always shined, but there have been times also where where he has when when and he's been put in places where he, he's not used to being, but big round of applause for Jordy Delam. You are demonstrating all your worth and earning every single dollar that you've made here. And I hope that you like get whatever you want out of life for, <laughs> for what you've, for what you've done for us, like being, being thrust back into this. I agree. Totally love that observation. I don't think he was just Jordy Lem. He was Delem plus. He was spraying passes this game. See, I don't, he was filling space like he does, but I remember him taking a touch and either getting his head up or knowing where to put it and playing it quickly and accurately, like quality. Not Abu good, but he was really uh, doing some string pulling. And we're not used – I've never seen that before. Yeah. Like, I've never seen him string a pull. Everything, pull a that, everything that we wanted and more, just like you said, Delem Plus. Better than 2.0. Yeah. Hulu Plus, 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 whatever, you he, know. He whatever. showed me things I didn't know he had Yep. in that game. So – I am like I'm not like okay, Delem can be in the middle this week. That's fine. I'm like, oh, actually, he looks good. Yeah, he's on a heater right now. Like this is plus. Yes, exactly. So, um, we'll move on into the second half. Um, and uh, not, I mean, not a lot of content to talk about specifically the game. Uh, Coach Marcina, the substitutions made. Everybody played their role, yeah. and all the all the subs contributed. He's dealing aces right now. First, he could take a shit, and it's just no wipe zone. First, so we only used three subs. Um, first sub, Patino for no Dylan. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, Patino for Patino for Dylan, and that eventually pays off. With I'm gold. sorry, Pirano for Dylan. Yes, I'm so, there. You go, Pirano for Dylan. Thank you, Pirano for Dylan, and at first didn't pay, but. Uh, Kamiri goes down. Again. Kamiri goes down. We're only up 1-0. 70th minute or so? 70th minute. So still quite a bit of time to play. They haven't been dangerous, but there's your central defender having and, to come off. And our, our extra center back is out there playing right back. Yep. Did we did, – so on comes Salam. Cold. Abdul Salam. H- hadn't played in – Cold is in September cold. Yeah. Hasn't played since last two months ago. Yep, and it's all of a sudden being thrust in. Did we go to a back four when he came on? It looked a little different. Maybe. Um, I thought we went to a he back – He played – I think he played center. Center back. Did he? I thought he did too. I thought we went to a back four and were Manly dropped back, and then so it was Garcia, Salam, Tainer, and Manly. Four center backs. I thought Manly played on the Manly played on the right. Yeah, Salam or Tainer was on the left, uh-huh. and then Garcia and uh, Garcia and Salam in the middle. But then Salam started but coming Gomez, out wide. 
Well, then he Gomez co- was still at left right, back, right? Yes. I don't know, but it looked. A, I agree that it looked a little different when once he came in. I mean, it's in one of those. Good way. It's one of those when you sub on an extra center yes. back, and it looked like, a little to, more to, like to that. see the game out. Everyone was a little tighter. But anyway, the consider the right button pushed. He made a couple important stops in the box. Difficult, like one headers in the box yeah. too. Like I they, didn't realize how tall he is. He's, he looked. He's, he's just he's, tall as far. He's he's a he's a big guy. Like he was he's lean, but he's a big guy. He didn't come in and shy away from the moment like I was no. worried. He he stood his ground, did his thing. No. was just uh, fine. M- our man on the street is saying, "Kamiri done. Won't won't be available. This won't be done. Won't be available." Kamiri out for the season, as in the next game and the championship game. Yes, we will not see Kamiri. Apparently, it's a so I saw. Either the trainer or one of the players go like like this for pop, pop for, for listeners. Yes, the I, something popped. I heard that there's a, a ligament in the ankle that popped, um, and somebody that spoke of it says I've had the same thing. He will not be back. He will not be back this week. Are we talking like he's going to see a surgeon and and we hope he's back mid next year? Not that much. Just not yeah, will not be available this week. It's so, not a day to day injury. So it's, fans looking for the Moroccan reach around. We're not. You're not going to get a Moroccan reach around this week. Lineup decisions. Yeah, which we'll move to later. Yeah, we can get in. We can get into that. But um, that's some then, breaking news. I didn't know that, Clayton. Yeah, and then good research, dude. Way to reach out to and the sources. St- and still no PC. Yeah. Hey, we got a couple Twitter mentions because of the person we said was out for the year. Abu. Yeah. Abu at. I'm hearing. I'm hearing. No, he may be in the. He Uh-oh. may be in the 18 or 15 or whatever it is Ooh, this week. He may be back. Well, I don't know if start, but he may be. Back he may be available in the team. He may be available. Uh, well, just to just want to tell you that a lot of people hadn't heard about that injury, and we got shout outs. So, like, thank you for pointing it out. Yes. Or, and then someone was like, "Friend of the pod, Doctor Becker, took a picture with uh, PC, who said that." Uh, and Dr. Peck, he, he's had multiple surgeries. Already? Yeah, he's had multiple surgeries. And, like, what is it? Ribs. Broken ribs? Broke, bad, broken ribs. Puncture and lungs or what? I don't know if it's that bad. But word on the street was he ate a meal and then passed out from the pain of just swallowing. So that's so we will not be seeing PC either. Shout outs to PC man. That's, yeah, that sucks. That's that sucks. And thank you, Doctor Becker, for for sharing. The, the doctor the, getting the diagnosis. Yeah, he's getting close to friend of the pod status with that one. Well, I think for sure. So, so. Is, is he our medical? Yeah. Uh, he should be our medical consultant, like that <laughs> Stefania, whatever her name is, that does like the fantasy shows on on ESPN. I mean, we have a ref consultant. We have a goalie specialist. Should be our doctor consultant. I would love that for us to. To bring him on sometime. And oh talk, no, we don't have to bring him on. We just like text him, like, "Hey, what? We heard this injury. What's that mean?" Uh, yes, that love kind it. of thing. Because like, it. I text Alex about the doctor Becker. Stuff. Please consider. We probably can't afford your consulting <laughs> fee, but please, please consider. Please consider our proposal. You can write it off as a pro bono. Yeah, just put whatever hourly that you've given us, quote unquote, <laughs> and then just write it off your taxes. Yeah. Uh, wait, we're not tax. We're not taxes. The last guy that we were talking about, um, Kamiri. Shoot. PC? Yeah. Abu? Abu. So let, let's just... Oh, let's oh just, so someone on Twitter was like, well, who are the sources? And some not-us person, because I never get on, I just post our episodes, said, don't worry, they're always good. Their sources are always are right. And I was like... Whoa! Hey! Look at us getting status! Like, don't question the Woo! sources. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Adam Schechter. Uh, what's the... What's we'll never the, be that, but... Yeah. 
It, I was, I felt validated, like, good, we don't usually... Or Buster, uh... We never just talk some shit. Like, if we hear that there was a fight in the locker room, it's because someone told us, hey, we, there isn't actually a fight in the locker room, it's really awkward. Tim Kirkjian, for, for baseball, for his, but anyway, love it. Thank you for yeah. whoever's giving us those props. Standing up, I think it was Harry that was standing up. But also at the same time, I also want to be called out when I say, oh yeah, we're playing San- the winner of San Diego or Oakland, for Man, sure. You, you gotta get over that someday. <laughs> Forgive yourself, Clayton. It's all right. <laughs> All right, so um, and then the last sub Baloney coming on and doing doing what Baloney does, <laughs> yes. legs Just legs everywhere. scissoring everywhere. Just. He's like this giant pair of Argentinian scissors, blades like, of just, grass covered yeah, yeah. by a forward. He sets just records. Hairless, hairless, beautiful, can you, short legs. Can just, you imagine playing against him? God, it would just be bothersome. Just get out of my face. God, it would be bothersome. Just crotch leave me, everywhere. Leave me alone, Baloney. Get your paquete out of my face. <laughs> You know, every corner kick, he's rubbing the paquete <laughs> on your back. Like, Just like, he's going bullfighter on me. Like, get the paquete <laughs> out of here, dude. <laughs> he was noticeably frisky. <laughs> I don't know if this is Argentine weather or something. And, well, we got to talk the last goal. Pirano with the steal. Scoop and steal. Takes it about 80 yards. Old school Pirano. Oh, boy. Old school Maradona. Yep. Except instead of Maradonaing, he chills out. Passes across to Patino, who... Who was offside, but whatever. We don't care. I, I wondered about that. You had a great vantage <laughs> I point. I was right there. He's totally offside. Totally off? He yeah. W- not behind the ball? I think that linesman was just so excited that we... <laughs> the linesman was, was pumping like, his yeah. fist yeah. in the air. Exactly. Uh, and the, the party time, my, my episode reference really was specifically this moment where Patino chooses... Or luckily happens to... Do you think he does this on purpose? Not like, make the keeper for the win, out of the building. He's not that good. He's not that good, but like... You know I make people a lot, right? Yeah. Usually shots like this are where you're trying to pick a corner, you mess it up, but the keeper thinks you're picking the corner you picked, and so you hit the wrong spin, and it megs him, and then you just act like that's what you meant to do. I don't care what, what he meant to do and what he didn't mean to do. He It was on frame, and he scored. And Let's get back to it. That's 2 Let's get back to it. Yes, he meant to do it. Of course he did. Yeah, sure just, he did. No, no, what do you think? Of course he did. No. the little Complete duck, humiliation. The, the little duck did not mean no, to do that. No, the look on his face was just utter glee. <laughs> that he had not only iced the game, but done it in the most disrespectful manner possible. I hope he went and, like... <laughs> like put the champagne bottle between his legs and then sprayed it all over there, all over the quotes that or champagne whatever. Champagne football, right there. <laughs> when getting the ice in the wind. Little duck, quack quack. <laughs> He's up there in player of the game with an assist and a goal. Yeah, little uh, duck. Yeah, it's uh, for me. It, we talked about it a little bit. It's probably got to be Maloney. Did we first professional goal? Playing in the middle, just locking things down. Um, it's Malo- It's Maloney for me. Good. Was it pandemonium in your section? Yes, we. I have the last, the second goal caught on. Wayland has it on, caught it on video. Yeah, and like me with my Modelo raised, <laughs> raised high, my hairy arm embracing everybody around me. The days of don't touch me, COVID. Let's just fist bump are long gone. Man, I didn't hug, but afterwards I wondered why I hadn't because it was a hug moment <laughs> yeah. for everybody involved. It was just, it was a very huggable game. You know, like from that moment on. Just a big, warm. Yeah. So there it is. 2 0. We go back into the parking lot. Party time! We, we drank. Tell you what, I've never been so unanimous, Clayton. I, they scored the last goal and the fireworks went off. And <laughs> I go, 
tailgate in the parking lot. And usually when I say that, everyone looks at me like I'm an asshole. And like, like, dude, I gotta all go, eight, Matthew. All eight people around me were like, yeah! We we drank with a group of probably 10 to 12. <laughs> Casey was like, let me text my friend, where's your car? Inviting other people. Yeah. Because why not? It's Sunday night. It's 11 p.m. It was perfect. Of course we're going to go drink beers it in the was, parking lot. It was lot. a great night. It was exactly what I am looking for, <laughs> was looking for. And... I mean, I think I will always remember it, and Ooh. like, what will you remember? Um, I think that it it went exactly how mm. I wanted it to go. In like, I mean, in a, a, mo- in a, in a, a moment, dream, a moment. Oh, I don't. Will I you think picture that second goal. That yeah. second goal when you could the see nutmeg. it coming, and you could, well, just you could see Pirano going and go because I mean, he's not the fat. He's quick, but he's not fast. So it took a while for his little. Cucaracha legs to make it that far down the field. Plus he had to beat like four different guys. Yeah, he did, and he he totally sidestepped one. And then they're like retaking him with their speed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then he plays him out of the game. And then that, and it was just such a ah. And the lack moment. of offsides call was like really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, and I was like, I didn't see his flag up, so I could just go ahead and start <laughs> hugging everybody, and it was fine. And that was that was it. It was just beautiful. It was a great night, and. And I don't know. Do we answer? Does do do we have to do we have to win now? Is it like whoa? Yeah. Is it, do, do we want to change the? I want. I want to change it. Do we have to win now for us to be happy with the season? Like really happy with the season? No. Okay. I, that's my. I. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to be fully satiated if we don't win, but. I, I'm not going to have any negative memories about this season oh, if we completely. don't win. You know, I I was looking at my schedule on the back of my planner with all the games, and I added the playoff games. You know what? We have maximized every game window. This is as far as we can go. So, like, and it's at home. Yeah. If we, if we lose, do I consider the season a failure? Hell no. No, no, no. Failure is in the right way. I, I know. I didn't know. Like, will, there no. may be a little void. But it's yes. not going to be a void of sadness. It'll just be a void. And, you know, the Scorpions won a championship in this stadium. And today, as I walked around work aimlessly trying to distract myself, I thought, I like that aside. Yeah. I thought, man, that was really fun, that game, when when little man with the bald head, when Pitbull hit the bicycle kick. Yep. One of the best goals I've ever seen. And, and I thought about, like, going it, out on the field. But that wasn't that wasn't part. It, was it, would, the, be, it would be a great Icing on the cake of a great year. There you go. But would it ruin the year? No. Right. We're right. gonna go tailgate and celebrate. All right. Let's let's get to let's get to what's happening on yeah. Sunday, listeners. Seven thirty Sunday. Sunday. US, Sunday. Sunday. USL Championship Final against Louisville FC, Louisville City FC, whatever they want to call themselves. Sold out. Standing room only being released bit by bit. If you see a text on Twitter, first two times, first two times, first, first time, time in the first time in the history of the USL, the teams with the two best records in the West and or the teams with the best records are playing against each other in the finals. The two number one seeds have never made it to the final. That's happening. They're the number one seed. They only had five points less than us. We had seventy-seven points. They had seventy-two. Both right. teams, their best seasons ever in the history of their their programs. Really, best season for Louisville. Wow. Who has and I, I three I, straight I, Eastern Conference titles? And that, I believe that they're going for USL Championship number three for wow. them. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say right there about like boosting them up with regards to their curriculum vitae, their resume. F them. I don't care what they've done in the past. 
We're playing them. This is the first, also the first time we've ever played them. We've this, ne- really? We've never played them before. It's also our first championship game. Yep. And at home. Yep. So they got here by way of a oh. 1-0 win. Oh, sorry. You want to jump in there? Well, I'd like to say something. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, they beat Pittsburgh in penalties first. Yep. They won it with a 18, 19-year-old Academy product taking the last kick. Yep. You watched that game, correct? I did. Yep. In the rain? Yeah, it was, was pouring that arrest, down. Arrest rain. Gemma? Pouring down. Did they catch Gemma? Was that her name? Oh, Holly. Arrest Holly. Oh, it was Arrest Holly. Big Tifo said Arrest Holly for I don't know what reason. I guess they got her because second game against Tampa Bay, Saturday night, one nothing. is what you were saying. Yep. At home again. They were the top seed just like us. Yep. But they only won by penalty kicks against a good Pittsburgh team. And no, not penalty, no, not penalty kicks. They won in Pittsburgh. Oh, against Pittsburgh, yes. And then second game against Tampa Bay, a really good team on a heater. A yep. one nothing win. Elijah Winder with an 108th minute goal. Brother of the number one prospect in, in, USL. The, in, the, in the USL and maybe in the United States from shit that, I'm, shit that I'm reading. The Winder brothers, number 23 and number 66. Yeah. I've got two big eyeballs right here. But Louisville, ones, Louisville wins. They're a man down also. They had a guy red carded in the 82nd minute who's one of their big players who will not be available against us. His name's Owen. Corbin Bone. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Wake Forest grad, Plano, Texas. Was, not- with, was with Reno for a while, I think, when they were around. Has been a good player in the USL for a while. Big sensation as a kid. Yeah. He's, he was a big deal. Yeah. I want to say I remember him as a kid playing on some youth national teams, but he's, he's not there. I want to say... Can I uh, play us to watch? Yeah. Is that okay? Yes, let's do that. The Winder brothers, man. Josh is 17 or 18. Young. Wanted by the Premier League. We're talking millions of dollars. There are, like, I believe what I'm reading, because I've watched him play quite a bit, and the USL president, like, I saw him interviewed during that showcase that was in Louisville. Yep. That's like, teams from all around the world are inquiring about him. Like, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, like, they just, like... They described him as like a Virgil Van Dyke, you know, and that's but, obviously way early. To, but he's to, eighteen. He's young. He, he has a frame to be a center back. They're both six three, six four. They're big kids. They're from Owensboro, Kentucky. Kentucky. They're both academy products of Louisville. So they've never played anywhere else. They're not MLS loanies. They're not some special wacko German American. Right. These are Kentucky boys. You will know either of them because they're tall. Thin, skilled. Elijah's a midfielder, and he came off the bench because Josh he's Wagner, had because he's neither, had terrible injury. Problems. Neither of them started the last game. Yeah, they both came in the game off the bench. I don't know what that's about by not starting the young one. I know. Uh, I Interesting. Don't, I don't know. I don't know their team well enough to to talk what's right and what's wrong for them. And I don't want to because screw them. Coach, you know, I'm not giving them like we're we're talking a, a little bit about them, and that's all we're going to do. Another name to note. Coach Danny Cruz, if you're a Dynamo fan, like, uh, is it Cali? Uh, I've got a Dynamo friend out there. Former Dynamo midfielder in the MLS. Played for Louisville. They fired their coach this year or last year? Yes. When they were having a mediocre season, and they have been lights out since Cruz started. I think they fired him before the season year. even started, like right this before year, the though. season. Yes, it was this year, right before the season started. And there and, was something weird about him about yeah. the, about the firing, but whatever. Yeah. That's it for me. The way I wanted, I oh. wanted, I had talked to you. I mentioned it before we even won this week, and you were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" 
Big Sam versus this Winder kid. If he starts, it's a great. If he starts, great matchup. Two big boys, two big kids with that with potential. Sam, as we talked about, has got a little bit more experience, but just two guys that you look at them and watch them just the way they carry themselves, the way they move around the field, and you go, there's something a little different about both those kids. Oh, yeah. So that's what, that's what I'm looking forward to. Louisville is a model franchise. I'm not I'm – Maybe not, the – I want to say – I, I would agree with you, but I, I'm not going to sit here and stroke fluff them and stroke them off before, you don't they, need, they, before they cut well, the Well, I'll stroke them off. Okay. For the people who are going to the game or watching on TV, uh, obviously if you're listening to this podcast, they've got a stadium – I just remember, like, five years ago when we were barely starting in the USL as a team, coming from the NASL, watching a game in Louisville in a baseball stadium, the Louisville Sluggers Stadium, and it was insane. And Cameron Lancaster was banging in goals for a championship. And they were a lot different thing, but they've been doing it for a long time. They've been good with a lot of different personnel. They've been doing it for a while. I would say... I would say like this. Not only are they the two number one seeds, they're probably the two model franchises right now. I would now. say in the East they are, in the West we just are. Just to give our – And they've just like us, they've got youth kids playing in the team. To take it, to take it outside of just the on-the-field thing, they are probably the two shining stars that the USL would point to and say, yeah. look what we have going on. Big owners, big stadiums, yeah. big crowds. And, and building from the ground up as well. Yeah, academies. Doing academies like, like – making themselves part of the community in 20 years maybe every team will look like this how are, how are we doing this tailgate matthew i don't know i think i'm gonna be without my kids okay i i, I, I want to do this i'm going i'm doing this i want this to be a a special family i'm taking charlie oh are you i am taking charlie i'm t- taking charlie and mick uh <laughs> willie's willie's out of town he's in chicago so I'm taking Charlie and I'm taking Mick, and I'm hoping that this is a my son remembers this. Yeah, month. you know what? I mean? But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I'm not out to have a good time. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. What should I do? I asked Brady. I wanted it to be a father son thing because I watched Wrexham and I got the feels about the father and the son. And I asked Brady, and he was like, "No, it's okay. I just kind of like hearing the scores." I I don't know what vibe we're gonna do it or whether we're you know we're gonna be balls to the wall. What? But we're gonna be out there. Are we gonna we're gonna be out there early. Yes. On like, the earlier side, it's a Sunday. Six five thirty six again. Five thirty six. Like we're out there. Give ourselves a good saying, hour. To- I think. I'm thinking not in the tailgate, but up where I was by the fields, pitching up some space and stretching our legs. Yeah, yeah. Especially if we're gonna have our, if we if we have if kids, kids, let them knock the ball around a little bit. You know, we're dads. We're you know, we're toasting each other and letting yeah. the kids and just and lay back. Watch the sunset and enjoy, and take it all in. That you know what I'm saying, like it because even if things don't go our way, I we can still have some moments, right? You know, we can still have memorable moments. Oh, it's gonna be a special night. And so, um, USL right. USL CompuBox numbers say sixty forty us sixty forty. Like we'll just we'll just throw it out at that. Uh, we are not. You can. I'm I'm not in the prediction game. Yeah, I'm, we're we're I'm not doing any. We're, we Never haven't done it. Played we before. Have, we haven't done it yet. And we're not, we haven't done it so far this playoffs, and we're not going to start. But that's now. good frame of reference. It's pretty damn close. To I'm either. not. I'm not even all that interested. That's probably in the difference between hosting and not hosting, right there. Yeah, there we go. You know, even good teams. Yeah, they finished first by a good bit. Both of us. It's going to be a good. I expect another Ooh. close to the vest. I expect, I expect a close to the vest. Game. Yes, all of their games have been, and most of ours are. 
It's a classic, man. This is a couple heavyweights. They're a good all-around team. These are the two best teams in the league. Yep. It, it, Easily, not, I would it's say. It's going to be good. It's going to be two different styles of soccer because they definitely don't play the way that we do. You know? More possession. They're much more possession. Yeah. Much more uh, – they've got another guy named DePiccolo through the midfield That's a, that kind of pulls the strings for them. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Soccer nervous, like you said. Yeah. You know, like I can have butterflies and still enjoy the moment and, and you know, get out there and root for our team. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to talk Panini, Panini, Panini? Dude, we have. We've got six minutes. We've got two teams to, to talk about today. Gonna, I'm going to give two minutes for each team and two minutes for free kicks. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to start things off by, I'm going to say this. So, listeners, we're going to do, do we two wanna, teams in group. Do that, we want to just do the Panini next week, the whole group? No, we're going to do two right now, and I'm going to okay. tell you why we're going to do two right okay. now. Because this is my line in the sand. Qatar has a team. That's it. I'm not going to talk. I won't. I'm not going to talk about Qatar. I'm not going to say anything else about Qatar. They have a team, and they are in the World Cup. And that's my protest against Qatar hosting this World Cup. Yeah. I hope they lose every game. <laughs> there we go. And I'm going there, and I fucking hate they bought the World Cup. You should watch the Workers' Cup on Netflix if you're looking for two hours to make you wonder why you should hate them. And Seth Blatter himself yesterday came out and said it was a mistake. Qatar has a team that's playing in the World Cup. I hope they lose I, every I, game. I will make that statement. hope like, they lose every game. I, I will say it as a... Question: I will make it as a declarative statement. Yes. I will. It's funny because I did the same thing in that I prepared zero players and zero team preview and zero coach preview because I don't care. Yeah, I just I bet you. We talked about your line in the sand about how you're doing your trip, like to Qatar. Like this is my line in the sand as much as I can, and like maybe say, well, that's not enough, Clayton, or whatever. Like, of course, I'm going to watch the World Cup, but like Qatar has a team; they're in the World Cup. Bye. There it is. Senegal, though, on the Africa's other hand. best hope. Senegal, the great is, hope. I got so like just looking at them, Woo. like looking at their line. Their their uniforms are colorful. Their players have colorful names. They should their, be they should be your dark horse team to watch. Correct. Wild card, wild card, wild card team. Athletic, oh, skilled, just teamwork, fun players, happy all over guys. the place. Guys that guys that play at the world on the world's best. A lot teams. of smiles. Yes, just and I'm not like silly. Like, they enjoy the game. Improvisation yes. coming out of like it's like it's like if you if you like watching whose line is it anyway, and you you enjoy it in a good improvisational. But it's troop, not disorganized. Senegal is the team to watch. It's not disorganized. You know, could give up four, but maybe it'll score six. You know, I don't think it's that far. I don't think they're disorganized. I think they are well coached and a good team. Their coach has been there for like sixteen years or six years or something like that. Did you see who got injured today? Sadio Mane got hurt. Maybe that, my that favorite sucks. player in the world. I mean, it's Just, hard to argue what uh, Bayern Munich is doing right now compared to what Liverpool is doing right now. And you see what the uh, yeah, and what, he's, he's out, so so that's going to kill him. Yeah, I hope they get through. Good group. And I shouldn't be like they have that Kulabule guy that, yeah, that, that's their center back. The two Mendes. It's Mali Asar. That two guy's Mendes. super excited. They have they have guys that play on the world's best teams. Yeah. And you may not know that they're Senegalese, yep. but we're here to tell you they're Senegalese and they got some players. They got robbed in Russia and edged out in Brazil. Didn't they get they, have, they are didn't good. they get beat out by like 
by like yellow card points yep. or something like that yep. against Japan. In, against Japan went on instead of them or something like that. Robbed in Russia. Anyway, they're they're exciting to watch. Everybody should watch them, and I think that they could be a wild card. You know what? I, you, when yes. I say wild card, I don't just mean like you don't know what they're going to do. I mean like if they the, had Mane, I'd be saying semifinals. Like they could they could come out of this group and cause some tr- headaches. Yeah, they're we, definitely one of those. I don't want to play them teams. They could be the U.S.'s opponent if we advance. Ooh. Don't forget, because Group A plays Group B in the next round. There we go. It's a, uh, don't forget Friday, November 18th at Smoke Barbecue, downtown, live show, me and you, previewing the World Cup with some other people in the Cracketeers. Do you have anything else on Senegal? You know, I, I want to do a yeah. free kick. No, that's it. Go. Free kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile. He was out there. He won't be there this week. He's in nope. Chicago. Yep. Great to see him. Good playlist. Good to see you, Willie. It's good hanging out. Trevino Tile and Ceramics. Ask for them by name. I have a question for you. Do you have a free kick? After- I do. I have a real quick one. And then, and then okay. I'll leave you the rest of the time. Go. Shout out to St. Mary's University Ooh. men's and women's soccer team. Both made the NCAA Division II National Tournament. Um, When's that going to be? It starts this week. All right. Um, and both the men's and when the men are hosting, uh, they do like a super. Here. Re- yes. They're hosting wow. like eight teams or t- like the way they do the division two format right. is a little weird, but hosting con- games. Congratulations. St. Mary's. This is Puro SAFC, but we like to talk about San Antonio stuff. Yeah. And they definitely deserve a shout out. Wow. Congratulations to them. This is only like the second time or third time they've ever made the national tournament. Go Rattlers. And right. yes. Rattlers? Yes, it is the Rattlers. Yep. Men and women. Boom. Well done. Done. Well done. Today, uh, USA dropped the roster. A lot of things there. We're going to talk about it next week. Forwards, goalies, defenders, blah, blah, blah. Brady asked me a question, and I'd like to hear your answer. Whoa. Uh Hey, Dad, can SAFC beat the U.S.? Could they beat the USA? Now, I'm going to just fill some air right now while you think about this. Because I wanted to answer quickly. And then I stopped myself and I thought and I was like... Could they? Could they? Yes, they could. Whoa! Yes, they could. (laughs) Yes, they could. I mean, we're a team and we're gelled and this USA team is a bunch of kids. And our style is hard to play against. We play ten times. Maybe once we win? Maybe. Maybe. Right? Maybe. I'm more of like, could they win? 99 times out of 100, they would win. Uh, But on a a given day, SAFC could beat the U.S. men's national team. Yes. Especially the way we play. Yeah. Okay, I felt crazy for thinking. No, you're not crazy at all. You kind of maybe because we're a really good team. Yes. And we do one thing really well. And like I said, the style we play is hard to play against. It's like we talked about, like, when you come up against the wing tee offense and yes. you never and you never practice against the wing tee, it's got it's like what is going on here? You know? Hit the post, Clady, send us home. Good night, everybody. We will see you out there Sunday. Go SAFC. Let's get that star on that jersey. <laughs>